it's the most fantabulous time of year because it's one of the very few times Raph works like I do. It's nice to be in sync. It's the holidays and it's almost over, which means it's time for the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the cage. It is time for Verbal Tap. I'm your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how does it feel to just chill a little bit? Awkward. Um, I have a constant state of I should be working and technically I have more shows that I do, um, you know, grappling hour. I gave myself a little bit of a break, but I still put up some content over there. Eight hours while you slept. What was the I, break? You know, the break was I, from 6 p.m. on December 24th to 7 a.m. on December 26th. I will have, you know, my whoop app told me I averaged six hours of sleep last year. Your Whoop app sent a concern text to your friends and family. <laughs> we had, we were like, is he okay? Kelly's like, he's fine. <laughs> Could you imagine, though? It's like, no, put him down. At this point, he's he's gone, he's gone rogue. <laughs> he's Don't taken off him. his vitals. At any point in some sort of futuristic hellscape game, that's a bad sign. Can I tell you, I once took off it's like a little wrist watch kind of a thing. I once took it off to train and I didn't have my sleeve, so I couldn't train with it. And then I put it in my bag and it couldn't differentiate me from the bag. So it thought when I was in the bag, I was taking a nap. It said, oh, you took a nice hour and a half nap here. And I go, no, I didn't. I just put you in the bag. That's not, well, Jesus. It's not going to be helpful in a kidnapping situation. <laughs> Heart rate goes up. They're asleep. It's like, I'm in the trunk of a car. You fucking watch. <laughs> so some feedback I can give to the company. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I, I did well. How did your New Year's go? How, what did you do? What As a new parent, did you get a New Year's? Sure. Uh, there's a New Year. It happened. I remember some of it. There was definitely celebration. I was overserved, but it was a good weekend. Oh, good. Yeah. Ate some food. Watched way too much stuff. Yeah. You know, got weirdly, I got caught up on that Will Smith show. We've, we're, it's the Verbal Tappies episode. So we're going to get into some yeah. fun stuff. And I would like to give a Verbal Tappy to that Will Smith documentary series on Disney Plus. It's excellent. Oh, it's excellent. Like Earth or something. But uh, it's mostly just like watching the Fresh Prince start to discover road tripping. It's great. Goes to the bottom of the ocean, Raph. There might does be he, one where he goes to an MMA match. I don't know. Does he say all oh, hell no at least like once? Several, yeah. Okay. Oh, hell no. Yeah, he does yeah, the yes. whole thing. Yeah, name something the Fresh Peak of Bel Air. You gotta love it. Fresh well, that's peak. excellent. And you brought up a good thing, which is yes. Everybody, this is the real word show. We let other people go first, or I don't know if we were technically last, but we let people, the pawns, they go first. Ariel Hawani just handed out his awards nonsense. In years past, we have brought illuminaries such as New York Rick, who helped him with his list this year. Hmm, coincidence. And we've also brought on Gary Tonin, but that's not a thing. This year, Kevin and I decided to bring prestige back to this because, let's face it, you guys wait with bated breath to see who it is that we are going to reward and acknowledge at the end of the year. And I got to tell you, Kev, these things, if they're anything like flow grapplings rankings, fuck with the athletes. Now, 
I cannot tell you how many times I have done interviews with grapplers when I say, you know, what do you have coming up? What are you looking to do in the new year? And they go, oh, I'm looking to get higher on those flow grappling rankings. And I go, you do know those are imaginary, right? They're made by like two guys. But it feels good to be recognized. Right. And all you have to do is dangle the carrot and say, you know, if you work harder, maybe they think you better. Like, well, they created a whole program called Who's Number One to fuck with our brains to make us work harder for their output. Hmm. Okay. Well, if that makes you feel better, good for you. And I know it has driven some of them insane, but here's the problem. We've been doing this longer than they have. So we know the secret of it, but we're here to celebrate the best in the community of both combat sports of Brazilian jiu-jitsu and also the mixed martial arts. Because let's face it, guys, there's a lot of shit that we cover on this show. And five seconds to air. Producer snaps. Someone starts pointing. Silence. Two. One. Drum roll. Timpani deep runs. Welcome to the 10th anniversary wrap. Is it the 10th? I don't it know. It is the 10th. I don't yes. know how many sure. years we've been doing it. To the 10th annual Verbal Tabbies. Brought to you by Hostess. Get your little Debbies. Get them. Different company. Haven't been sober since 1992. Rap, <laughs> I couldn't be more excited about this year. Oh, what a year for combat sports, Kev. I know that I have been witnessing so many combat sports. Did you know if you watched every event the UFC put on, you would have wasted two days of your life? I did not know that. Two mm-hmm. whole days. Two whole days. Wow. Kevin. Forty-eight hours. I could have. I could have baked a pie. I could have learned Spanish. I don't know. Could have done something. I could have spent those days recovering from a coke bender. But hey, those are temporary things. Here in our monologue, we want to pay tribute to some of the illuminaries. I see we've got friends in the audience. Kev, do you not see right in front of you? We have none other than the king of jujitsu himself, Mister Gordon Ryan, in front of us. Up for a lot of categories mm-hmm, tonight, mm-hmm. including is he okay? Is he? And are we sure? We've got a lot of categories for Gordon tonight. It's good to see you, champ. Raf over here, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. this is a big get for us. He's mm-hmm. done a little bit of crossover. It is Donald the Cowboy Cerrone. Oh, good for him. Good for him. He is looking great. Not so great with the hair as per one of the audience members who was watching uh, my fight companion that I did for uh, the whole event last week, Kev. Yep. Can't see him with hair. Won't mm-hmm. see him. Don't acknowledge the haired Cerrone. But if that's what it takes to get him over to grappling. Right? Oh, and we are blessed today. We have one of the Paul brothers. Is do, Are there just two? Is there another one? Did we get the lesser Paul? Can someone brother? clarify which Paul brother yeah, it is? Please, if you could. Hey, we don't, know. don't put this on. Smash. Reducer. Rick. Yes. <laughs> which Paul brother? It is Jake. It's Jake Paul, ref. We've got Jake the good one. We've got Paul. the one that matters. Ooh, also up for some awards here tonight. I won't tell you which one because that would spoil it. But Jake, gotta say, you made headlines this week by telling people, look at me. I'm a fat bitch. Listen. If I don't get up every day saying that to myself, <laughs> I got to tell you, I am, I, I don't, but why would you say that about yourself? You're not that fat, dude. Yeah, I just think it, Raph. That's yeah, all yeah, I, yeah. I just internalize I think it, it, I don't say it. 
This is big for us. GSP is sitting oh, next oh, to. You, <laughs> you guys are going to roast me at GSP. Don't, Ladies don't and gentlemen. Too hard. Okay. <laughs> GSP, what brings you here tonight? You're here to produce a new show? Uh, uh, I am on the spot. <laughs> I cannot be just uh, free willing without script. You know, uh, oh, man, it's such an honor to be on show. Uh, as you know, GSP. Uh, still in the running for number one of all time in your art. And number one in the charts. Mm. And speaking of free willing, he will be hosting a docuseries this coming Disney Plus called Free Willy 2. He will be helping uh, get whales away. Are you excited about the show, champ? Oh, uh, very much so. I saw Willy in the ocean and I said, oh my God, why are you not here uh, I remember once when I was child, Michael Jackson, he sang song and Free Willy went, ah, and he like made it over a thing. And then uh, young boy, ooh, <laughs> let's not put that in the same uh, sentence as Michael Jackson, eh? Hey. <laughs> hey, look at that GSP off the top of his dome. Well, thank you, GSP, and we'll have a clip of his show coming later where he punches a porpoise. We're hey, very hey, you can't fucking just interview GSP and not interview uh, me. And in the bald aisle, the bald father up for the MMA awards <laughs> personality of the year, frontman of the year, Dana White. How are you, Dana? Welcome. You know, thank you. You know, I haven't been named personality of the year since I was in fucking high school and people didn't want to date me. Boom. Hey. You would tell us now if you're going to fight the younger Paul that's here, correct? You're going to be able to keep it to yourself tonight. You're both up for a lot of categories. It's going to get competitive. I'm going to tell you this right now. If I have an award speech, there's somebody who I want to go and shout out. Do you know who that person is? I do not. Okay. I'm going to put it to you guys like this. The warlock was never my friend. I am sure that means something. And we'll be back to you, president of the UFC, Mr. Dana White. It would make sense if you guys watch my fucking beef with that fucking no-talent brother. And we all have. Applause sinks in. Dana gets red. Yeah, we have you doing right here? What's going on right now? How the fuck did I get my seat? Highlight of the show. Yeah, what's up? Nate Diaz, strangely Whoa. left out of a lot of categories this year. Yeah. Beef of the year, mental Shit. breakdown of the year, any sort of domestic problems with Dana White of the year. You're not in any of them. How you doing? Dog, you can't nominate me for beef of the year. I think I'm a vegan. Oh, that's actually, I'll check with the judges. I didn't know if that w was a category. Are you here to support Nick, who's up for Comeback Fighter of the Year, where Shakti showed up of the year, and CBD Fighter of the Year? Oh, shit, dog. Uh, you know, um, I, I'm sure he should win all of them because he's the greatest that's ever lived. Uh, you know, but I'm sure like it's an honor just to be nominated for his bullshit. Well, this is the part of the interview where I have to mention you do triathlons. Did everybody know that? That the Diaz brothers do triathlons, and uh, you well, you already mentioned the vegans, so we're good there, yeah. right, Scott? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So like, I try to keep that shit a secret. That's why I, you know, I only let out like forty photos of that on the internet. Well, thank you, Nate Diaz. Who changed for the children? Yes, it is, and that's a message we can all 
get behind. We'll be right back with the rest of the verbal tappies. I do we cut to commercial, Raph? How do we start getting into this? Uh, yeah, we can we can go straight into some commercials right now. This is where we'd have to do the snap. Hold on, do I announce? Snap cut. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Just, you know what? Let everybody hear exactly how this works. This is perfect. <laughs> Our monologues are subject to the source of legend, but we're going to do the verbal tappies in a fun way this year. We're going to present each other with some categories. Mm-hmm. We're going to mix in the MMA awards. The 2021 World MMA Awards results which, yeah, there are some video responses of because this might be a spoiler alert. One of the winners sent a dedication to someone that we just talked a lot about, which was a ton of fun. Daniel Cormier threw some shade back as he won one of the many like people surrounding the cage MMA awards. <laughs> and he, donated, he you know, gave Dom Cruz a shout out. Maybe it was maybe it was shared. Yeah. Raph, where do we start here? You're the expert. Well, I have a category that I think is probably the one that is most of the times. So I'll just read it out. I'll give you a few nominations and then I'll get your input before announcing who the winner was. Awesome. And ladies and gentlemen, here to present our very first award. For the verbal tappy, one, Rafa Sparza. Hey, everybody. Oh, man, it is good to be hosting the show. It is welcoming. I can't believe I have to announce myself to come on and present awards, but it is truly an honor to be out here to present the first award of the verbal tappies, which is the Oops, I Just Quoted Hitler. <laughs> yes, Oops, I Just Quoted Hitler is a storied a uh, category that dates all the way back to when Henzo Gracie just, oops, I accidentally quoted Hitler. And of course, the nominees this year Gordon Ryan. Everybody on MMA. And of course, Henzo Gracie. Do you have any thoughts here, Kevin? I'm a little surprised off the top of my head, I can't think of two or three more. <laughs> so there's a small part of that. <laughs> Personality of the year is what Daniel Cormier won. <laughs> My thoughts are early, early to go with Gordon Ryan because mm. we were deeply. And I'm trying to think if an apology for your quoting Hitler gets you more points or less. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, bad news, Kevin, the actual winner of the oops, I just quoted Hitler. Anything on the Joe Rogan show recently? Yes, yes. Surprise winner. Surprise winner. They could not be here to accept Mm -hmm. the award. But here on behalf of generic bros is this comment. I don't care about this award. Thank you. Yay! Yay! Excellent work there, Kevin. You know, that was a spoiler. I didn't even know that there was a write-in candidate, but... You can't let they win. You can't. They don't want you to know. So don't let they win. Especially since since you brought it up, the Joe Rogan Experience MMA show did not win best MMA programming. That has to hurt, mm. right? Tough few beats here. 
I don't. I think Joe Rogan walked away zero for two. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Yeah, he definitely did. Because you know what else he was up for? Personality of the year. Didn't get that one either. Because it's Fred DC. It's tough categories. <laughs> tough categories this year. Uh, can, uh, I can do one, right? Yes, yes. I'd love for you to take this one. And now, presenting the next category, Kevin Phillips. The welcome. Hold on, let me check. Let me take two. I'm having a real Sandra moment. Is that me? Am I reading the teleprompter? Welcome. I'm Kevin. It's a pleasure to present the award for worst breakup. Ooh. Your nominees are the Danaher Death Squad, famously now Plan B, which is confusing residents around Austin frequently. Gordon from reality. This was a tough one. We all know what we saw. Connor from his ankle. It looked painful. And finally, John Jones from the law. Oh, and his longtime training partners, the Wiggle Dubs. Uh, Raph, I will accept any additional nominees if you have them. Worst breakup. Oh, this is tough. You got to feel like the Danaher Death Squad is at the forefront. It's been the one that everybody's been talking about, but Gordon Ryan from reality is a separate subcategory. Some might argue they might cancel each other out. It's going to be interesting to see how this one canceled plays out. himself. Mm. Crazy. Mm. Crazy. Mm. Connor and his ankle. We all, hey! it was tough. It's tough though. It tough. <laughs> we all saw it. Right. I think people took breakup literally this year. I think they took it. Literally. And the winner. was. <laughs> and now a short memoriam for fighters oh, no. who were just cut from their contract before they made it to the main card. Sorry. Sorry. Visual audio audience. You won't get to it see It doesn't that. work. <laughs> we don't really have. Uh, who is it? Sarah McLaughlin's coming over here. In the arms of the angel. It's uh, I, it would be funny which song we'd end up picking with that because it might just be "Creep" to my Radiohead. Anyway, Dana's and then we could get Sandra to do it. That would be my dream. You're up. Okay, thank you, thank you so much. Oh man, we're gonna truly miss those. And people. now back to Raph for our next award, of which he will glowingly explain to us. Thank you, everybody. Wow, what a show. You know, dating all the way back to the earliest verbal tappies, the storied history of MMA has always come with people who you want or cheer for, sometimes boo. In this particular category, we celebrate those who, you know, we, we really don't know who we're here to root for. That's why this year's nominees for, I don't really know who we're supposed to root for here, are Dana White. For his feud with the Paul brothers. The Paul brothers. For their feud with Dana White. That's it. Those are really the two people. Kevin, what are your thoughts on these two nominees? God, it's tough. Because, you know, there's certain years you want to appreciate the work and not the person. And if ever that was exonified by a category and two sets of different people that are also the same. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this was a nail biter here, but by the looks of it, yes, the winner for this year's, I don't know who to root 
for here is the Paul Brothers. <laughs> wow. Well, hey, this fucking thing's fucking rigged. Fuck you guys. Dana White not taking it well. Uh, earlier, he made an allusion to a warlock. Uh, some contextual theater here for the rest of you who don't know what that was. Uh, apparently, one of the Paul brothers who issued a challenge to Dana, which was, yeah, you can drug test me for steroids all you want. If and only if I can drug test you for cocaine. Now, both of these two people seem to be very excited to have the other challenge them and like get drug tested right this second, but maybe not in a week or maybe not in two weeks or a month. We don't know, but right this second, you can test me right now, bitch. <laughs> and in response uh, of Paul's demands, he said, well, you know, if you want to drug test me, how about you pay your fighters a little bit more and I'll come to the UFC and I'll do a one fight off with Jorge Masvidal. And we learned in this that Dana White used to have somebody they employed, like an accountant that now works with the Paul brothers that knows a little bit of the ins and outs. And that's who we referred to, I believe, at this point as the warlock. I don't know. There was a lot of angry yelling. Anyway, the provoked nature is the reason why we here have given the nod to the Paul brothers, because we still don't really know what we're supposed to do with them. So congratulations, Jake or Paul or Ringo. We don't know who you are, but. You exist. And hi, I'm B-List Kevin from a similar show, but a different <laughs> attitude. We'd like to present an off-site awards that were given in rapid succession, but are too boring and ugly face to be on TV with the rest of these. So we would just like to give you a brief snippet of all of the off-site drug testing awards given to different members of the organizations this year. However, it is under complete lock and seal due to legal issues and a multitude of different things stemming from them being from Dubai versus Brazil versus Vegas. In that vein, I can only tell you cocaine was involved, a special horse tranquilizer that makes them angry and then makes them happy, separate animal tranquilizers that were indistinguishably traced to bull semen, duck semen, and quail semen. Can't figure that one out yet, Raph. Did you know that? Can't figure it out. <laughs> More honorable shout-outs for steroids mentioned, but not specifically seen. Different versions of opiate horse steroids oh, no. ketamine. Some fun versions of Molly that appear to make your muscles dance. Please be careful. Some of those are our sponsors. A certain cocaine that makes your ass bleed, <laughs> but it's blue. So that's cool. Stays cold. <laughs> and that is it for the off-site drugs mentioned mm. at this year's We're Not Allowed to Talk About It Drug Testing Awards. That's wonderful. Yeah. We'll work on who will <laughs> pawn it off. What future <laughs> junior celebrity we could find. <laughs> Next year, it will be hosted by Tom Holland and Zendaya. Oh, They'll God. be excited. One can only hope. That would be amazing. I believe I'm up, and I'd like to continue. Um, back to me. It's mm -hmm. Kevin. Mm -hmm. This year's best beef. Several of the nominees from the last category can just stay on stage, please. <laughs> that would be Dana White, 
versus Jake Paul. Dana, could you come back here, please? Could you stop? Okay, yeah, I'll fucking get back there. Could let's, you put the fucking... joint and the beer down, please? Slide yeah, back yeah, us. okay. Fucking test me now. Hey, bitch. Thank you. Jake Paul versus fighter pay. Mm. It's going to be hard to get fighter pay up here. It's mm. much smaller than you'd think. <laughs> Francis Ngannou versus the UFC. And obviously Francis Ngannou versus his actual title, not not nominated. And that was tough. Mm-hmm. That was tough. The BMF replica belt versus inflation. Another one that's going to be hard to get up here financially, but we'll see what we can do. And finally, Conor McGregor versus Mrs. Poirier. Mm-hmm. Unclear what started the beef, but we'd like to, it. It has to be nominated based off of the coverage. Raph, who do you like in the category? I got to be honest with you, a late bloomer here, Mrs. Poirier versus Conor McGregor cannot be outshunned. However, having said that, this would be a very dominant return for the BMF belt. It's been away for a while, never out of our minds, never out of our hearts. It is still $850. (laughs) And it is your winner. A best beef. Next year, see it featured in BMF Replica Belt versus Kevin's Lifetime Savings. It's just, it's going to be known as a barometer that we use for people now whenever people say, like, yo, if you can't afford four BMF belts, if you don't have another BMF title, are people going to even understand what this memorabilia (laughs) is? I don't know. And that's mm. why they're the winners. Oh, man. What a what a fucking day. Good for you on that one. I would like to stop for just a few seconds yes. to yes, announce yes. some awards to you. Oh, Raph. okay. Please do. First, referee of the year, Ooh. Herb Dean. Yay! Yeah, tough loss for Dan Mergliata and Jeez. Mark Goddard and Jason Herzog and Mark Smith. But... I assume each of them wins it every year. They just rotate it around like it's some sort of union presidency. Jim of the year goes to American top team. Mm. Yeah. Tough one for elevation fight team and American bottom team ring card girl of the year. This one always angers me. There's no, we, we just don't have a, we don't have a ring. They, we don't have a ringside male. I can't be, I can't be my full self. You should see me in a thong. Brittany Palmer won. And that feels like uh, one of those awesome. This last category, Raph, I'll end on before we move on to a next one for us. Leading man of the year. Mm. What the good goddamn (laughs) is this category? Good question. I can't tell you who won. Because it's the only one that doesn't really implicitly imply who won. It just gives you a group of people and one of them's named Denzin white, which is very close to Dana, which is one of those. Can we just like, if it's brothers anyway, Dana white is nominated as one of your leading man of the year candidates. How long has this existed? Has this existed for a it's while? It's been there for forget. a while. And, and I think that you're the one that's trying to approach a conversation about it that most people have just ignored, Kevin. Leading man of the year? 
Who's the best supporting dickhead of the year? Who's fuckface in the backseat of the year? There's no sound effects. It's so bizarre. And it seems like such a way to be like, here you go, Dana, for the eighth straight year, it's Dana White, your leading man of the year. Teen Choice Award nominee, this fuckface. It's a great award. Can we also say that as you talk about leading man, we talked about this off air. It's a true, true travesty that you have a category called leading man of the year and Ryan Reynolds is not one of the nominees. That is tough. But I'm sure his advertising team will represent it. <laughs> sure they will too. And he'll have a gin brand there. It'll be great. Well, um, man, okay. Are we just are we gonna give out a leading man? I think we absolutely can give out Okay, do we, we want. do we dartboard this? Because I don't know what the qualifications oh, are for this. I <laughs> I was really me either. I gotta tell you, and I was. It felt like Chael Sonnen should be on here, but I was. I said I wasn't gonna name other things. There is a personality of the year. Like, there's a. What if there's a leading woman? Are we fucked? Like, do we need to add awards? Personality exists. Uh, promotion of the year was right under it, and guess who won? Just mm. a heads up, the UFC did. Oh, did they? Yeah. How did they do it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Best best streaming platform. ESPN took home the gold. They beat just beat out Flow Grappling and Flow Wrestling. The flows mm. count in different ones. I leading man of the year. You know what? I'm just gonna go with Adesanya. Okay, that makes sense. Actually, that that makes more sense than what I'm sure they levied for. Uh, Dustin Poirier, who's also spoiler oh, alert, my care, cool. my care for charity donator of the year. Good. There were no other contestants, <laughs> especially because it was after playing punch punch. That was mm-hmm. the caveat. That's what the that's what the, it, the UFC winning for is. It's kind of like the Hollywood Foreign Press being like, and now for the Golden Globe for best foreign press association, <laughs> us. <laughs> I used to always think, like, anytime you do something good on TV, you can get nominated for an Emmy. And I said, okay, well, what if you host the Emmys? Nothing. Wait, what? Yeah, you really can't can't be nominated for an Emmy for hosting the Emmys. That's some bullshit. I want to host the Emmys. Give me the fucking Oscars. So that's been something that's been going through my mind for years. Kevin, I'm going to take us to the next category. Are you okay with uh, re-introing me real quick? Now, back, Rafa's Bar. Thank you so much, Kevin. Wow. (laughs) We have lost half of the audience at this point. But, hey, we're just glad that you guys stayed. Oh, was that COVID? Ooh, okay. Raf, I'm sorry. Breaking news. Half the audience has has tested positive for COVID. They've been removed. Apologies. You're safe. Don't worry. Wink, nod. Well, okay. I wasn't supposed to say wink, nod. But wink, nod. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Are Are you good? Now back. Okay, back Raff. to me. Okay, okay. That's nerve-wracking. Okay. <clears throat> you know, every year, whenever we have these award shows, it's important to acknowledge the service that the providers give to us. Or don't. 
this year's ESPN minus nominees for streaming service of the year are Triller for potentially not existing anymore. Fight Pass. What the shit is even on it? And the illegal stream, your best buddy Jacob sent to you that probably <laughs> crapped out at the main event. Kevin, your thoughts? This is going to be tough to go against Jacob, knowing what he brings to the table is an angering point, and given how many there are, but this is, I don't know. Fight Pass really has pissed some people off, present company included. And the winner is, oh, I should make an envelope sound. Hold on, I have an envelope right next to me. Wow, that worked out really well. And the winner is Jacob, because you know what you fucking did, Jacob. I didn't want to buy that fucking pay-per-view, but you were a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, sure, I got four-fifths of it for free, but then all of a sudden you had to tell me three days later, Instagram, and don't bitch to me about that. Find another account. That's why you have a burner account, dick. Breaking news, we're being told this is where Dana White was watching that boxing match illegally. <laughs> Absolutely. We've been we've just found out <laughs> it was cousin Jacob. I've got one. Yes, please. If um, ladies and gentlemen, king of his kink fantasy league, Kevin Phillips. One more time. I am honored, Raph, as a member of the tough working commentary crew, less working than some. It's with the utmost pride. We put the scrutiny under our fellow commentators and expect the diction and dialect of our time with the mind of the future. And it's with that in mind, I present to you the worst commentator of the year. Here are the nominees. They are locked. There are three of them. Okay. First up, Paul Felder for his immense debaggery and humble disappearance when it matters. Next up, Felder, comma, Paul. <laughs> His continued problematic chumminess. And finally, Robert Felder, first name Paul, who is of the highest regard, terrible at his new profession. This was a tough one, Ralph. I think it's Robert Paul Felder. I think he's got to be the lead, right? You are absolutely right, and I'll tell you why the winner is Robert. F Hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> is Robert Felder first name Paul? We wanted this to be legal. We wanted no other Paul Felders to be implicated just in case they are accidentally competent at broadcasting. Thank you, Kevin. That was a wonderful category. Now, for those of you listening to this next part, I hope that you understand some of these awards – uh, mm. you know when they have the accountants that are supposed to make sure there are no duplicates? Uh, this may sound similar, but it's not the same, okay? So allow me to do the banter that kind of presents the award first. Now up from this upcoming fall broadcast on ABC, one man's large head experience and small hats, Rafa's birthday. Thank you. Commentary. What is anything without commentary? Aristotle once said, 
Hey, <laughs> keep it down down there. That wasn't a punch. That was a Kimura. Everybody knows that. That's the reason why today we are here to present this award for the reverse excellent in commentary. Your nominees are Daniel D.C. Cormier for speaking. Profound. Joe Rogan for not technically being the worst, but I mean, have you seen him lately? And finally, oh, I think that's the only nominees. Nope, just kidding. Paul Felder. <laughs> Do I we really need to explain why? Run a write in campaign. Um, well, Kev, I, I feel like I should just award this one because I felt like we really got somewhere. You would think there was a very leading candidate here, especially if you listen to our show. You would think that maybe the person we've spent the most time talking about their commentary or lack thereof, they would have won this one outright. But there was an outpouring winning their second award in a row. Paul Felder wow. for reverse excellence oh. in commentary. This wow. is very awkward. Now, I want to, you know, some people don't understand there's sound mixing hmm? <laughs> and sound effects, hmm? two different categories at the Oscars. Sometimes people ask, what are the differences between those categories? To which I say, I do not know. But in this one, Kevin's was which one again, Kevin? Worst commentary. of the Okay. Year. And then this is reverse excellence in commentary. They're Very similar, different. but different. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you. We weren't that far from the MMA World Awards, <laughs> who had Paul Felder nominated for Analyst of the Year, <laughs> next to Michael Bisping, Dan Hardy, John McCarthy, and Robin Black. I believe Robin Black won. He did. And thank God. But someone's going to have to help me with what Analyst of the Year means, mm -hmm. given that Chael Sonnen, John Anik, <laughs> Daniel Cormier, Joe Rogan... Laura Sanko, our personality of the year. Personality versus analyst. Does that kind of mean you're funny? I don't. Does that mean you've made jokes? Michael Bisping just got thrown in the category because they don't understand what he said. I am up next. Mm -hmm. This one really feels like leading the witness, but it is um, a single broadcaster category so far. Fired ESPN broadcaster of the year. Mm. And this is this is one of those moments where I'm proud to report Ariel Hawani is your mm. winner. Making nice. him, I think, a dual winner. I believe he also won an MMA award. I'm sure he did. Yes. Yes. I, I'm almost positive he maybe did. Um, um, first of all, he did. He won MMA Journalist of the Year Award. Raph, we made a joke earlier that I would like to retract is not a joke. There okay. was an MMA Media Source of the Year Award <laughs> given out. Would you like to know who that went to? No, I don't, but tell me. ESPN MMA. <laughs> I'm sure they sent someone and they were honored. They did. They, I think they sent a, a whole team to go accept that one. Can I say this? They just barely beat out the Mac Life, MMA Junkie, <laughs> MMA Fighting, and BT Sport. Whoa, for a, a second, I thought you said BTS Sport, and it made me think that the band BTS had their own network, and I said, damn, give it to them. <laughs> that, that would be good. Kevin, this next award is one that is 
it's a groundbreaking award. It's one that we're just starting to hand out now. And speaking of the word handout, it is perfectly aligned and a perfect way to explain the person which it has been named after. Yes, the designee himself. One, Craig Jones. In the Craig Jones Award for Gender Equality, your nominees, Gabby Garcia, for refusing to tell you what her weight was at Flow Grappling's Who's Number One, because maybe sexist. Mm-hmm. And Craig Jones himself for reach arounds on his training partners. <laughs> Kevin, your thoughts? I think it's going to have to go to the first one because it was so mm. unprecedented. But Craig, you know, real headline grabber. Mm, this is a shocker, Kev. I'm going to go ahead. Let me hold on. Get the envelope. Yep. Wow. Can't believe it. The winner again. Craig Jones oh winning. The Craig Jones Award for Gender Equality because you would think this would be for a female, but that would be sexist. Congratulations in order to Craig Jones. Craig can't be here today. He's too busy taking your money for subpar products. But he sends his good days and answering the phone saying it's not plan B. It's a B team, not plan B. It's a B team. This next award we're happy to present as deep friends of the foundation for the Diaz brothers, an award called Oh, where, oh, where did my Diaz go? As mm. usual, there are only two nominees, mm. Nate and Nick, but this year Nick fought. He did. In fact, he had an MMA moment of the year when he and GSP gave each other handies before the match. I'm sorry, I didn't read that correctly. Handshakes. Handshakes before the match. Mm. Your winner, and here to accept, Nate Diaz. Nate, could you come up and say a few words? uh, (laughs) So wait. um, To what do you owe not fighting this year? Us having no idea what you're doing in life. Oh, it's one of those kind of awards. Um, <laughs> oh. um, well, you know, weed is a powerful drug, so let's start with that. Um, second, like, dog, my calendar is, like, so booked up. Yeah. And with what? Um, you know, like, okay, hold on. Let me, let me pull this out. So. Y- could you please get your planner? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go pull this out. Your agenda, as we called it. Okay, so I, um, this morning. I was kind of hoping you'd, like, zip it up, say a few words. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Hey, thanks. Um, I owe it to Weed and McDonald's. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's an audience here. It's hard to tell because I think they all got COVID. Anyway, yo, dogs, um, first of all, I just want to say thanks, bitches. Um, second of all, I just want to say play on, play us, um, (laughs) love y'all. And I just want to say, I've been holding it down for 209 since I was, like, fucking this small. And now I'm, like, this big. So, uh, yeah, you motherfuckers, you're welcome. And I got one thing to say. Not surprised, motherfuckers. I said the line. <laughs> okay, bye, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate Diaz. Early contention for best speech of the night. That's a live one. This in memoriam goes to... The Female Fighter of the Year Award Mm. for the MMA World Award results, of which they did prematurely before (laughs) the biggest upset in 
potentially fighting history in 2021, especially the women's division. When Amanda Nunez got knocked out by Juliana Pena and they made female fighter of the year. Angel. Rose Namunis, and that's great. She was. She was an awesome fighter. From here. We would also like to say goodbye to the category of comeback of the year for the MMA Awards, which once again did not have Juliana Pena beating her. And in our final category, of which we must say goodbye to the MMA Awards, is upset of the year, where you guessed it. Uh-oh. They don't have... Julia Pena. Oh, God. They better have it for next year. There's no way I'm going to remember, but they better. It's one of the few times in award show history they say, yeah, we can do it early. Nothing bad's going to happen. And then you hear everybody who handed out the awards the next night going, gulp. Amanda Nunez isn't going to lose. We're fine. Send it to tape. We would never do that here at the Verbal Tappies. Welcome back to the broadcast. And is it me or you? I've, I've kind of got lost after. We I think did the this Evolorium. one returns back to me. Uh, so this is a good one. I think this one might be my final one of the night, Kevin. Perfect, because okay. I'm basically done, but I have a few I need your help with. Okay, that's fine. I can I can help you. We can workshop those out. Uh, which weird. I know. Normally, you don't see award shows say in the third hour. You know what? We've got more awards, but I did really figure out how to give them out. But what are we going to do? Stick to conventions? No, not here. Dumb. No, no. But I would love it if Billy Crystal showed up at like the th- hour three and said, "Like, hey guys, everybody, form a circle. We're going to get in groups, and we're going to hand out some awards." Okay, here we go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Paula Acosta Award for Best Fat. The Best Fat, historically, has been given out to the fighter who just don't give a fuck. This year, in breaking fashion, Paula Costa showed up. 95 pounds overweight. That is why he is your first nominee. That's and the second great. nominee, Kevin, all of the UFC. Can we add a third nominee? Sure, all of, please. All of the USA post-pandemic. Oh, no. like, are we not in this together? Do you remember our impassioned? We felt like we were going to make Paulo Costa our president. Not of anything, just unofficially, that guy's in charge because of the ownership. Well, Kevin, you add an interesting wrinkle to this. I have some news for you. As much as I want to say it's the whole USA, and as much like Craig Jones, I want to give the awards the namesake, the answer is all of the UFC. <laughs> Would you like to know why? Why? I was going to ask, like, are the stats up? The stats are up. According to the good folks over at <laughs> MMA Junkie, the number of fighters who missed weight back in 2014 was 10. That number rose to, I don't know, something like 29. In the year 2018, Kevin, can you guess how many fighters missed weight in the year 2021? Uh, 105. 
46. <laughs> Damn it. I was over I was trying to make myself. It's a little better. heavy, but you know, like hey, that, that's kind of the, the problem with the weight category. 46. As well, I, well 46. we'll put a small asterisk next to the data point. Did they have MMA fights every other weekend back then? And 18 of them per card. But yeah. This damn. Is, yes. We, this is a very good part. Of we got fatter. Control. We got prouder. You know what? I'm snapping it. So the winner is body positivity here. You go, <laughs> UFC. Shake but, it like you made it. Kevin, think about this. How many weeks did we not have UFC events? None. Maybe Christmas. It's pretty close. So it's 46. So that's almost one fighter per week. Ooh. If you really break down that stat. And here's the best part about what they did on the stat. And this is via uh, one Mike Bone. So thank you to him. Don't know him personally, but saw this and said, ooh, opportunity here. Um, the people who missed back in 2016, there was 22 fighters then. So you could see it slowly creeping up for that 10 in 2014. At that time, only three didn't compete. And at that time, their record of the fat people who did compete was nine and 10. So it was almost a coin flip. Okay. Okay. Fast forward to 2021, 46 fighters, 15 of those did not compete of the remaining 31, their record, Kevin, take a guess. If there was 31 fights, where do you see that going? How many would you <laughs> How say? Many did the were fat fat? People win? Yes. Uh, How many of them did end up winning, even though they fat? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to 10. You're so close by prices, right? Rules. You would be right in the wheelhouse unless somebody said 12 or 13 because the number was 13, Kevin, 13 to 18 was the record. I'm surprised. I, there's part of me. It's a hard argument. It's like, well, I'm fatter. Am I bigger? Am I happier? Or am I skinnier? Am I pissed? Am I all like, do, does eating reduce my edge? It's tough. Or if you're one of the people who comes in now thinking that you're the ultimate underdog when you come in fat and you go, well, the odds are against me now, but I overcame them. So really you're overcoming a lot, just not weight. Yeah. Yep. You're overcoming. Also, I would like to take a moment, even though we call this the Paula Costa award for best fat. Um, I would actually like to amend the name of this now that I think about it, because I remembered one particular person had the best phraseology for this. And that was one Jenna Bishop. So we are renaming this award after we just gave it out for the first time to the Paula Acosta Award for You Fat. And yes, please be aware, we will do this category every year at the Verbal Tappies from here on out. The You Fat. I have my, well, my last one, basically, my last two or three are, are grappling related. Oh, good. So I need a little help here. Okay. Um, who would win the Keenan He's So Hot Right Now award that we used to give out? Mm. Is it a Tackett? Is it Rotolo Twins? Can you name, like, who do we give the Keenan He's So Hot award? That's a tough one, man. Mm. Are, are we going for classic looks or are we going for, like, eh, they'll grow into it? Maybe like a jujitsu combo youth thing. Okay. So, you know, who else would be up for Keanu Reeves' role as Johnny Utah in Point Break? Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, hmm. 
I mean, is it Roberto? Do we give it to him? Do we oh, give it to... Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Roberto Jimenez. He I grew mean... out his hair to look like a BG recently. So Keith? he's in that phase. Do we give it life. to Keith? Do we keep it Can't Homer? give it to Keith. Can't mm-hmm. give it to Keith. Mm-hmm. Getting too old, too mature for this game. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Don't want to upset him. Okay. Um, best gi game no one understands. Previously, mm. this is a cousin of the previous award. This is like Worm Guard. There was those few years where Lovato kept wrapping the whole damn thing around your face. Um, people were using the the, the footprints. I, maybe this is just like Eddie Bravo showing up in a gi. Mm. I actually want to award this one to the Bolo Bros, friends of the show. Oh. They are like the only people that I've seen consistently train in the gi and like tell people like, yeah, we're training in the gi. And I go, everybody else is doing no gi because it's an ADCC year. They don't give a fuck about the gi right now. Perfect. Mm. And um, well, you already we did overweight of the year. Best MMA grappler right now. Mm. Best MMA grappler. And, of course, this means an MMA fighter that's now grappling. <laughs> yeah. I think it's got to be Cowboy, right? Uh, oh, the record does not reflect that right now. No, but he's he's out there. He's mixing it up. Is this one of the ones that we tell the publicist of the star that they're going to win so that they do show up at the Blockbuster Music Awards kind of a thing? Do we give it to that person that took Dylan Danis down? Yes. We take a literal approach. That was Did the that best this person year? that grappled someone. I th- well, the picture came out this year. Okay. <laughs> 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 just on a technicality. It's like, wait, it has to happen within the calendar year, Kevin. And now do we rush out for like who we give fighter of the year, performance <laughs> yes, of the year? Absolutely. Now to present the year-end award for greatest achievement in mixed martial arts who has been left off all of this shit, my award, and we'll both give one out. Maybe we give it out together. I don't know if you're going to give the mm-hmm. same. It goes to Juliana Pena, hey, friend of the show and defeater Yay. of lions. Yeah, we didn't pick you, but we did. If they remade the gladiator, it would be about your performance, Juliana Pena. <laughs> if we decided to take Christmas off and celebrate a human next year, it would be you. And that performance, and you would deserve it more than some fictional Santa. Whoa. Ooh, ooh, true. Uh, also, Kev. If it's the real Santa, it's close. But if it's award, one of those mall Santas, it's Juliana. Important award, maybe the final one. And I'm surprised this wasn't on the rundown. But, oh my goodness, thank you so much. Our accountants, the Price Waterhouse firm, has handed me the very last award which is for best podcast about Brazilian jiu-jitsu and mixed martial arts. Now, Kev, there's some real good ones in here. Okay? Yeah. There's some real bad ones on there, too. But uh, we'll let the people decide. Because this is a nepotism, but we were nominated, and I can't read the other ones. So I think that means we win, right? We definitely win. Yay! Yay! And I I fear that they did not have this year's late night presence in MMA award, but <laughs> exactly. you know, next year. Next year. Podcast ring ring card girl of the year, is what they called it. <laughs> 
Like, I am a cage side performer, sir. And you. you will treat me as such. Me actually the best union. You know what? They'll probably get their shit together before any of the fighters get their shit together. You hear so much talk about the fact that if there's going to be any equal fighter pay, they're going to need a union. I'm pretty sure if you got the ring girls, a.k.a. card holders, a.k.a. Khabib Nurmagomedov's favorite people in the world, if they all banded together, they'd probably get a raise before any of the fighters just because they'd be organized. And they should. This has been your 10th annual Verbal Tappies. Raph, I am sure exhausted after Woo. all of this handwriting. Oh, wow. What a year. You know, it never gets bigger than this. Every year. Every year here on this show, just acknowledging the people doing good work and not so good work, but the good work that happens within the community and I just feel honored to be a part of it. We're both honored. They say if you love what you do, you never work. And I feel like, ref, we never work when we're doing the tappies. <laughs> never never once. will. Mm -mm. Thank you. And good night. And good fight. you have dialed has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is